Thank you guys for coming on the podcast today. I'm Aaron Mitleider. And I'm Jacob Swift. And today we're going to be talking about what it means to be a club soccer president. Um, we are going to be talking about Andrew Hall, who is the University of Nebraska-Lincoln's club soccer president currently, um, as of May of 2023. And we are also going to be having some other interviews from reserve UNL club soccer player Edric Toit, and as well as Aiden Ryan, who is a starter for the UNL club soccer team. We also got some interviews from the Iowa club soccer team for the president, Brock Hawkins, and vice president, Dennis Winters. Jake, what do you think about this one today? Oh, yeah, I'm just really excited to dive into uh, men's club soccer. Um, as a, not a big soccer enthusiast myself, uh, I've just been kind of excited to just learn a little bit more about the game, what goes into the funding, what goes into the matches. Um, just kind of all the roles of the presidents. Um, from what I hear, the games are very intriguing and very entertaining. So um, I'm excited to hear what they have to say, and it should be a good time. Yeah, we're going to have a lot of good interviews for you guys today, so definitely stay tuned. All right, well, um, Andrew and Edric, I appreciate you guys joining me. Andrew is the club soccer president at the University of Nebraska-Lincoln, and Edric is a club soccer player, a reserve player. This is He's in his first year, and Andrew has been here all four years. How are you guys doing? Doing great. How are you? Good. Doing good. Doing great. Uh, Aaron and Jake, thanks for having us out. Uh, we're really excited. Heck yeah, man. Absolutely. All right, so just to get it kicked off here, um, so, Andrew, talk about, like, your early days of soccer, you know, coming from uh, Omaha, Nebraska. Um, you know, when did you start playing, and when did you start playing at a high level? I started playing soccer when I was about three years old, a little micro-soccer action. Um, you know, I've been playing pretty much my whole life. I, it turned into high level, I'd say, about sixth grade. We started traveling uh, to different states all the time to play in the highest leagues to get to the highest competition we could regionally. Uh, that involved, like, Iowa, Illinois, Missouri, Kansas, Minnesota, other states like that. Uh, some of my best memories were those travel weekends with the team. And... Um, that led into our college tournaments where we had several ID camps where we'd get exposure to coaches from all over. And I had a really great time throughout my career. Heck yeah. So um, when you joined or when you went to our high school in Millard West, uh, you played varsity soccer there. Uh, was that freshman through senior year or um, when did you get on varsity and describe that experience? Yeah, I became a starter on varsity as a sophomore. I played three different positions during my time at Millard West. Sophomore year, I started at right back, junior year, so I played center mid and senior year, sl slid into center back. I was captain of the team junior and senior year, which was a great experience. There you go. So, Edric, you played Millard West soccer as well. You guys have been teammates for, you know, better half of your teenage years. Um, Edric, so what's it like playing with Andrew, and how can you describe him as a player from your perspective? Yeah, well, <clears throat> I guess the one word I'd use to describe him is composed. He's always able to calm the game down and always be somebody that you can rely on. So you always need that, especially in high school when the levels of um, talent on the team are not always consistent. You know, somebody needs to always be there to keep the team in check. So... Andrew was that kind of player for us. Awesome. Yeah, 
going back to your guys' high school days and now your club soccer days, uh, how would you say the talent or just overall competition, like maybe even the pace of the game, how would you say that differs from high school and club soccer? And what would you say is kind of the same like uh, aspects of the two different leagues? Let's see. For high school, I'd say club soccer in high school versus high school soccer. Uh, the club level was definitely a higher competition. Um, high school was kind of more like who wants it more, who's more athletic, who's a better team, where club was kind of cleaner soccer. You know, you string some more passes together. It's more pretty soccer. But as far as high school versus club and college, I mean, I think – a lot of the big universities around here that we play, like Creighton, Nebraska, Iowa, KU, a lot of those guys could have went on to play at the next level. So I'd say it's a pretty high level of soccer that we play now in the club. Um, Edric, do you have any thoughts on that? Um, yeah, I'd say pretty similar things. The uh, the actual high school levels definitely got a wide variety of people, you know. So some people that don't play club soccer at all. Some people that do it all the time, like kind of how we did. Um, so it's about building a team versus individual talent a lot of times. But those people can make a big difference too. Yeah. So when, Andrew, you got into college, um, you did get recruited by Rockhurst. Um, can you go through the process of maybe that recruitment, going there and then pivoting to Lincoln? And, you know, what were your thoughts and, you know, your feelings behind that and – um, you know, the kind of that transition from high school to freshman year of college. Yeah, I went through a pretty heavy recruiting process. I always thought of myself as a soccer player and wanted to play at the next level. It's kind of a bummer that a lot of the bigger universities around here don't have a collegiate men's team at the D1 level. So it kind of limited my options, you know, to some uh, smaller D1 schools or D2 like NIA. But that involved just, like, a lot of, um, you know, emailing coaches, getting them to come watch you play, things like that. Uh, Rockhurst just wasn't a fit academically or the school size for me, so I came here to Nebraska. But I think club was a pretty happy medium. I got what I wanted out of it. It was, it was a good level, and it was really fun to be president of the team and contribute. Yeah, so, Andrew, you talked about how you were – uh, captain of your high school team. I just kind of wanted to touch on, so when you joined uh, club soccer and you are the current club president now, was that kind of your goal, like coming in freshman year, like sophomore year? Did you kind of think like further down the road, junior, senior year, that you wanted to be the club president of the team? Yeah, I like having that role on a team. And when I was a young guy, freshman, sophomore, I tried to help out as much as I could and try to get on that officer team to set myself up to be president later on. Uh, for someone that, you know, for viewers that don't necessarily know, uh, you know, everything that goes into club soccer, what would you say are some of the challenges that you guys might face when trying to fund it? Because you guys are self-funded. So, like, do you have any, like, what would you just say about, like, challenges that club soccer can face a little bit? Yeah, some challenges. I'd say recruiting is a big part of it. I mean, we have 50, 60 kids that come try out every year, but that doesn't necessarily mean that they're all quality kids. I'd say it's a, we rely a lot on the freshmen from the team the prior year to talk to their buddies that are just coming out of high school and try to get those top players because we want to get about seven, eight guys that, you know, can play. Yeah, so going off that, um, I did see that you kind of mentioned, like, 
<clears throat> you know, your tryout, um, you know, experience. How was that different? Um, when you were the one running the tryouts to as to compared to other club presidents before you um, when you're in college yeah I tried to base it off and learn what prior presidents did but you know I always wanted to do what I thought was best and try to make the process a bit smoother to make sure we get the best guys possible so what kind of stuff did you do what was you know, the aspects of tryouts that you thought would be the best to get the best players, you know? Yeah, I think I definitely did more cuts than the other presidents. Like, we had three tryouts, and then I'd cut people after every practice uh, just to kind of weed it out and have those guys play against the best competition that's there so you can kind of get an idea of who can play, who cannot. So, like, the ones on the against the ones, you know, twos against twos, and just figuring out, you know, who your starters are, reserves, and then kind of feed you know filing out the guys after that essentially is that yeah we definitely ran like one-on-ones we ran some you know 3v2s and then also like full side like 11 on 11s okay um so what what describe like the tryout experience and also ed i'd like for you to chime in too you know what that was like what kind of drills you did and um you know being a senior in high school in college uh having to cut guys that could be your age or just a little bit younger you know, what is that like, too? Because that could always be kind of tough. Yeah, we want to see the guys play as much as possible during those, like, short times we have for tryouts. So we're not trying to do that many drills, you know. We just want to see them play. Mm -hmm. And then, um, you know, it's never easy telling people no. Uh, a lot of those guys are really looking forward to being on the team. So it's kind of a tough experience to let, you know, 50, 60 kids go. But uh, at the end of the day, you just got to stick to your gut and know that you're making the right decisions and consult with the rest of the guys. Yeah. So, Edric, what was your experience like trying out? And, you know, what did you know going into it? And being a friend of the president, did that help a little bit when it came to, you know, the, the at ease? And, you know, just kind of describe what you thought about yeah, the process. So I, I definitely wasn't nervous going into the tryouts. I kind of wanted to do it just as something to keep me in shape and to just have a good time with friends um as far as tryouts goes i feel like that weeding out process that he mentioned i mean there are a lot of guys so sometimes you i mean you can't get as many touches and you can't see people as well so having that like weed out system allows for more people to get touches and also to see you know really how they play because i mean if you're playing 11 aside games sometimes people don't get the ball that much it's just kind of how the game goes they could be a good player but they don't get that chance so having those you know, weed out sessions are really good to find the right people. So it just kind of helps you get active and play the sport you love. You're, you know, you're, so just having that opportunity um, and, you know, even maybe not being a starter, but a reserve player, how do you still, you know, take that into account as like something that's beneficial to you every week? I mean, I just love to play, honestly. So it's not something that really bothers me if I don't play like in the actual games, just being able to go out every week and just, getting touches and having a good time and staying fit. That's kind of what I like to do. So, yeah, Awesome. Uh, so now that we got kind of the team situated, you know, you, you're ready to go for the year. You mentioned how you play UNK, UNO, Creighton, K-State. Uh, as a club president, like what are those like off the field rules kind of look like? So do you set up the schedule? Does the schedule just set year by year? Like what is that? What, how does the scheduling work for club soccer? 
Yeah, so we have a general league that kind of puts the schedule together for the fall, but the tournaments in the spring are all up to the club presidents on their own. Like this year we set up uh, the first Nebraska Cup that I hope will continue on for years to come. And then uh, also we went down to Iowa City and played Iowa for the first time, and also Iowa State, which was a great experience. Uh, I thought the guys thought that was awesome. Yeah, so what was it like, you know, having to set up the Nebraska Cup? So I'm sure you had to get in contact with – you know, Carnies, Creightons, UNOs. How was it? Was that process pretty tough or did it kind of, you know, mesh pretty well? What, you know, describe that. Yeah. As far as reaching out to the other colleges, that, I think that's the easy part. Working with our sports club office and doing all the paperwork is where there's kind of a headache. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, describe like the, the that's what I kind of want to dig into as well. Like the headaches with like, you know, being a club team and being sanctioned by the university, um, you know, what kind of stuff did you have to deal with that maybe the average person wouldn't think or even the players that, you know, that are under you? Like what, what kind of stuff, you know, can maybe get on your nerves or just stuff that just seems a little repetitive or, you know, if you will? I think even players on our team don't even realize, but we have to reserve space for every practice, every game, every event we have. I think they just kind of think that we just you know have the field yeah. all the time it's like we have to fill out paperwork for every single event that we have yeah so it's a, it's a pain in the rear essentially for a lot of things is it just you that kind of does that or do you still have, do you have like a another guy on the board like how does that executive board you know work out and who does what or is, or is it just kind of a one-man show for you yeah so we have uh three executive positions we have the president uh we have the vice president which is technically the primary programmer if you will, and then there's a treasurer. Um, the primary programmer is the guy who does a lot of the behind the scenes work. He does a lot of the paperwork, a lot of uh, you know reaching out, coordinating with the sports club office, where me as the president, I'm more kind of like the in-person figure where I'm like running practices, you know, telling, giving speeches to the guys, figuring out the lineups, the rosters for the games that week. Um, communicating with the other club presidents and then the you know the treasurer just handles the budget okay so kind of piggyback off you know your position in your role this is this like the first time you've been like a true leader you know of a big group of guys like that is this like or maybe this might be not be the first time um, and what does that mean to you like you know and like how have you handled it because like it can be stressful at times it could be pretty easy it could be rewarding you know how did that go for you? Yeah, I think it's really rewarding, especially when your team is being successful and having fun. Like, we won our two tournaments. That felt great. Uh, I think a big part of it is showing up every day. You know, you have a lot going on outside of soccer, but you're the one that has to be there every practice. You have to, you know, put on a face, act like, come motivate the team, tell everyone what to do, you know, play hard as well. Uh, no matter what you have going on, like, you can't really just – be like, sorry, guys, like, I'm not feeling it today. Yeah. yeah, speaking of success, I mean, you guys won every single game. You guys won the Nebraska Cup. Um, you know, you made the cut, so obviously you were putting the players that you thought were best to play on the field. But, like, coming into the beginning of the season, did you guys know you would be as good as you ended up being? I'd say from August to now, our team made dramatic improvement, and I am very proud of them. So the the season in August, or in August, I guess the fall season, we didn't really kind of cover that. We did we talked about the tournaments and the out of town stuff in the spring. So describe like the fall season, how that went, and then pivoting over winter break going into the spring, how that how you guys improved in what areas, you know? Yeah, our fall season, 
we had a lot of injuries. We had about, you know, five to six starters that were hurt. And then uh, going in to the spring season, we said, you know, we <laughs> want to build a certain culture, winning culture on this team. Like, we want to take it to the next level. So we had a, another open tryout. We added four guys that were really quality and could play. And then we also implemented a, a fitness test, you know, just kind of motivate the guys that want to play and say, you're going to have to accomplish this if you're going to want to play in the games. Like, we have a roster of 33 guys, but only 18 of you are going to be able to travel. So we wanted to make it competitive. So it's like I told the guys several times at the beginning of the semester what was expected of them, and I said, it's on you guys. If you want to play, it's up to you to showcase yourself at practice, be at practice. You know, it's really up to you. You dictate your playing time because we have a competitive squad. Um, when you're talking about traveling and that kind of thing, uh, do you guys travel just by car? Like, you're just carpooling yourselves? Do you guys have, like, a little type of van? Uh, what does that look like? And then do you just stay in hotels, and is this all funded by you guys going out and fundraising yourselves to put all this stuff on? Yeah, so we carpool down there with uh, – people's personal cars and then the university will reimburse us for gas so you know about four or five people in a car and then uh, we'll go down there and stay in a hotel and how that process works is any expense that the club needs to pay for will go on my credit card and then I'll have to go through a whole SOFS request report and uh, get that reimbursed through the university and then cash that check later on down the line and as far as uh, you know funding for the club goes each semester, every member on the team will pay $50. And then we also have like a Glow Big Red event or, you know, like a Chipotle night where a certain percentage of the proceeds go to the UNL soccer club. And what's really nice about that is whatever we fundraise at a, as a club, the university will match that. Yeah, that's nice. yeah so like matching that too, that, that's awesome. Um, those events, the Glow Big Red, the Chipotle event, how did those go this year? Like, what were the timelines on that? Yeah, it went really well. You know, the the Glow Big Red is only open for, I think, it's either 24 or 48 hours. But it's it's up to our guys, you know, to send out the links uh, to friends, family, to try to get donations like that. And then uh, the Chipotle night is just, you know, on a Thursday night during the semester sometime. Yeah, so what do they do? Like, if you go to Chipotle and get, like, a certain thing, you guys get a portion, or how does that work? Yeah, just when you're ordering, you're saying, like, I support UNL Men's <coughs> Club Soccer, and uh, they'll take that into account. Okay, cool. So um, I, I want to know, like, because Jake here was talking about the traveling and stuff, you know, how what's it like, you know, maybe meeting, especially, and Edric, I want you to chime in too, like, meeting these new guys, you know, like, that you – every year and then being able to travel with them and go out you know if, if you win like if you when you went to was that Ames Iowa for Iowa State or Kansas State um just out of town like what do you guys do for fun like you know what are those kind of experiences if you have a story um that's PG <laughs> then <laughs> let me know but like you know what are those experiences like yeah I always tell everyone that the tournaments are the best part of club soccer because that's really where you get to hang out with the guys and get to know them like outside of a soccer setting. For sure. Um, especially, you know, a lot of those younger guys that you don't get to hang out with or go out with as much. Uh, what we do for fun on the tournaments, it seems like, so most of the time we're just getting ready and locked in for the games. You know, we'll be like watching whatever sports are on, just kind of hydrate and relaxing. Uh, 
you know, a big part of it is just find like finding activities we can all do together, whether that's like going out to dinner, uh, you know, like I said earlier, finding a game, yeah, whatever we can do. Do you, do you kind of have to like hold down the fort? Edric, does he hold down the fort? Is he the, you know, the the chaperone of the trip, or does everybody <laughs> kind of for themselves? I wouldn't say so. I don't know. I I always had a uh, conflicts during the travel, so I couldn't go. Oh, but. okay, I gotcha. <laughs> yeah, it is kind of a fine line sometimes because you know. I am the president, the coach, the leader, but I also am people's friends on the team. So you, it, that's a hard relationship boundary uh, to follow sometimes. Because I want to be, you know, I want to be a likable character by everyone, but sometimes you gotta lay the law down. Yeah, no, that's exactly what I wanted to hear. Like the 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 fine line between being a leader, but then like also being a friend, and you're gonna have to like, you know, you're gonna have to lay down the hammer at some point. Like, you know, what you did with, uh, for example, like the fitness test <clears throat> and, you know, implementing that, saying, hey, you guys, you need to get in shape if you want to play. Like, how did you say that in a way where it was like, okay, like, hey, dude, you're still my guy, you're still my buddy, but at the end of the day, like, I got to do these kind of things. Like, describe that process, you know? Yeah. I try to explain to them, uh, like, the leadership team's goals for the club and where we want to go as a club in the direction. And like I said, I want to build a culture. So I, I tell them, I'm like, we have these really important tournaments coming up. Like, I really want to win them. Uh, you're going to have to earn your playing time with our big <coughs> roster size. And you're really going to have to show me if you want to play or not. So we're implementing this. And if you, pro if you prove to me that you can do this, then you deserve to play. Okay. Yeah, no, I like that. Um, so you've put in your four years. You've... Uh, put in all the work that it's taken to be club president, put on all that time. Uh, just what does the future of club soccer kind of look like for you and also, or sorry, for the rest of the team? And what does the future look like for you? Do you plan on maybe being a soccer coach in the future, like taking this leadership elsewhere? Like what does that, what does that future kind of look like for you? Yeah, I really wanted to leave my mark on the club when I left because it meant so much to me. So starting that inaugural uh, hosting the inaugural Nebraska State Cup, I hope that tradition lasts a long time. And I've tried to hold the younger guys accountable, uh, you know, make sure they're not just missing practice for whatever. Uh, I think just everyone wanting to be there and being there all the time just creates a great culture and helps everyone build relationships on the team and also doing fun things like, you know, having social events outside of soccer time. And uh, that helps a lot. Uh, I think the club is in great hands. Like I said, from August to now, we improved dramatically. And we are very freshman heavy. We've got a lot of young guys, a lot of young talent. That's a good thing, though. You know what I mean? Like Yeah, so I'm excited. They should be good for a couple of years to come. Yeah. Know? And uh, we've tried to, like, personally pass on the torch to guys we think that can lead the club as well. And then in the future, I could definitely see myself being a soccer coach. It's something I enjoy. I think I'd be good at it. Um, so yeah. Well, I appreciate you guys coming on, taking your time yeah, here. Yeah. Um, you guys had some really good answers. Um, but uh, yeah, good luck with uh, you know the rest of the season and graduating for you too. Um, and hopefully, you guys continue in the soccer world after this. But appreciate it again. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for having us. Yeah, Aaron Jake, thank you very much. Of course. Welcome, Brock Hawkins. 
and Dennis Winter. Um, Brock Hawkins is the president of the Iowa Club soccer team, and Dennis Winter is the vice president of the Iowa Club soccer team. Uh, how are you guys doing today? Doing great. Appreciate you having us on. Doing of course, well. man. Thank you, Thank you guys for having us. Yeah, absolutely. Of course. Um, so just to start off, um, this is um, you, both of you guys can chime in on this. Um, so just kind of run me through like you guys' experiences with club soccer in college and what kind of got you into it and how you guys made your way as like an executive member being president and vice president. Yeah. So uh, I started out on the team um, my freshman year. Uh, growing up, always played soccer at a really high level. And that's actually how I got introduced to Andrew, the president at uh, over there in Nebraska and Lincoln. So, you know, just growing up playing soccer at a really high level. Um, I wanted to play actually like college soccer, um, but kind of just identified that not a lot of the programs that were giving me like good looks and, and offers. They didn't really have like an accredited business program. Um, I'm going for marketing and business analytics. So. That played heavily into my decision in going to the University of Iowa and just focusing on my academics. Um, tried out for the club team my freshman year. Gents, I absolutely fell in love with, you know, all the competitive aspect that was currently at the club. Loved the team aspect. Um, all the guys on the club were amazing. And before I knew it, uh, it was end of my sophomore year. Um, always was really like personable with everyone really had a big understanding for what it meant to be like part of the program and always contributing value on and off the field. And with that, I got the really cool opportunity to be voted in as president alongside this guy right here uh, as vice president. And since our junior year, we've been uh, working since my senior year, Dennis's junior year, um, just been working hard trying to provide really cool opportunities for the guys in the club and uh enjoyed every single moment of it so awesome yeah so uh kind of similar story so brock and i actually played for the same uh club team growing up but brock's uh uh two years older than me so uh age group wise but one year older class wise um so knew each other beforehand but didn't each know each other as well um i joined the team as a sophomore uh freshman year we didn't have a season uh because of covid um, and I just, uh, you know, played soccer at a competitive level growing up, played a lot of, uh, you know, really high level teams, you know, from all across the Midwest and the country as well. And, um, you know, also didn't really get the, um, the college exposure that I hoped to get as I didn't really develop, um, later on until kind of like my junior and senior year, um, of high school. So I didn't really get kind of the looks that I necessarily was hoping to, um, you know, try to walk on at St. Louis University um, uh, first semester of my freshman year, and then just decided, um, you know, do I really want to keep playing soccer and then decided to transfer to the University of Iowa after. Um, and then, you know, ever since I joined the club team, um, you know, I always really wanted to compete, wanted to win games, um, you know, want to, you know, qualify for regionals and potentially our first ever national tournament, uh, which we haven't qualified yet. So, um, you know, kind of Brock and I kind of had a very similar vision. Um, and, you know, we were both voted in, in into this position and, um, you know, essentially doing everything we can to grow, you know, this organization here at the university. 
Um, you know, we didn't necessarily have the structure that we'd hope to have, especially compared to other teams in our conference. Um, you know, you're, you have your Illinois men's club soccer team. I'll give credit to them as well. You know, nationally renowned national caliber program, you know, year after year. So, um, you know, having that alongside us in our conference pushes us to be better, um, you know, and just raise the standard, which is what, you know, we essentially hope to do and just making it a better experience, you know, overall for, you know, college students still looking to have that competitive level of soccer, because, you know, you look at the kids on these teams, these club soccer teams across the country, and they're, you know, kids that could play on any division two, division three, some maybe even division one college soccer roster. So a lot of kids that played at a um, very high level growing up and, you know, didn't necessarily have the exposure that they wanted. Um, so it's a very competitive conference um, that we're in um, different conference from university of Nebraska, of course, um, uh, as we're the furthest team West, I believe they're in the uh, Western mountain state conference. I believe they are. Um, but yeah, no, it's just making it a better experience for our members overall and kind of pushing it to the next level as we can. Yeah. You know, I really like to hear that. And you know, with those responsibilities and those goals you guys have, um, like what's like the main challenges you guys face, you know, being on the executive board of your team. Um, cause you know, obviously, you know, on, from the outside looking in, you could just say, okay, you run this thing and um, you guys just go play games, you know, it's just a club team, but those underlying challenges that maybe not the average person would know if you guys would, you know, kind of talk about those. Yeah. I'll just start it off. Um, something that Dennis and I have always just really harped in on is like, we work really well together and I just wouldn't want to work out work with anyone else um, because there's a lot that goes into kind of planning all these games and, um, you know, just being able to not manage all these different personalities. We have over 36 people in our program, but like have everyone an opportunity to flourish. So just something that people don't really understand um, that all the stuff and organizing that goes into like planning just one match. So you have your officials and with officials, you have to have an assigner who assigns you officials. And then you have three to four, sometimes two officials. So you have to coordinate with the assigner. You then have to coordinate with the officials of like match location, match time. You then have to coordinate with like a league official as well as, you know, you have to be transparent with the university. Most importantly, your players, your players are always most important because that's the heart and soul of your program. You have to communicate with your players. You So with, come, with all this like moving parts, it kind of can be a little bit overwhelming sometimes. Sometimes it makes you want to lash out at someone for not checking the calendar, uh, asking yeah. maybe a question that's already been answered. But that's something that I just really wasn't prepared for when I first took you know, the president role. And it's like a blessing in disguise because it just puts you through all these different situations and experiences of not only being meticulous and organizing, but also being able to like really manage and understand that along the way, there's gonna be so much things that happen that you're not used to or you didn't plan and just being able to be on your toes and uh, really just getting through it and, and learning from that experience 
it, it's been a really cool blessing to be able to, you know, work in this position, but. No, yeah, I mean, I would just say from the beginning, kind of just the ins and outs, you know, having to deal with, you know, um, you know, your university rules, um, you know, that you have to follow. Obviously, we're like a non-NCAA club association. We're affiliated with the university, but we're also not at the same time. So, I mean, you know, even some of the stuff that we can like put on our uniforms and merchandise, we have to, you know, there's a lot of different rules that we have to follow that, you know, change very often. Um, you know, obviously that's things that are out of th just things that are, I would say out of our control, um, you know, a lot of the times and yeah, just essentially dealing with external factors, you know, rules that would, I would say we have to follow on a consistent basis that, um, you know, can really be very time consuming, um, you know, can, can, can take long periods of time and it kind of sometimes feels like you're not getting anywhere. So um yeah just i would say that's kind of the biggest uh um that we have to hurdle a lot of the times and there's also okay. some, some fun experiences like uh dennis and i we got a whole fleet of about 22 guys here at uh 5 30 we're going to chicago and we got an airbnb rented out so just even that's things awesome. from yeah appreciate it just even things from like making sure there's nothing broke yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know a bunch just... of college students all in one area we get it you know space <laughs> could happen <laughs> we're actually, no. yeah we're actually going there for a tournament this week and against northwestern and uh university of chicago um, okay this, who are both teams in our conference so um you know it'll be good competition for us um, good you know good good team experience high level um of play obviously i think if i'm not mistaken northwestern I uh, made it to the semifinals of our regional tournament, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so, yeah, it'll be a very high level of play. Um, you know, obviously hope to I also get the new guys um, right now, kind of expose them to kind of the level of play um, of our conference, um, you know, get them acclimated and everything. So, yeah, it should be a good team experience. Hopefully we can get a couple of results. Yeah, no, Chicago's a fun city. Absolutely. So. Um, yeah, so we mentioned earlier how you guys ended up tying with Nebraska's club team. Um, if you guys could, uh, just as well as you could, as well as you can anyway, could you maybe like run through that game? Just kind of take us back, like how the game went, how it kind of ended up in a tie. And if you could describe like maybe some different or like, I don't know, maybe difficult things that Nebraska's club team did that you guys maybe didn't see from other clubs, like that'd be a great perspective. Yeah, I can start it out real quick. Yeah. So just growing up playing soccer, first off with um, Nebraska's president, uh, Andrew, he's a really great player. He's a commanding force in the middle. Um, everything goes through him. And I think that reflects in his team quite a bit, uh, the program. They're a really physical team. Uh, some One of the gentlemen on your program, like, totally broke his nose um yeah, we're actually gonna his name's aiden ryan we're actually gonna have him on right after you that's funny <laughs> well, tell him yeah. we hope his nose is feeling better and uh yeah, we'll let him know <laughs> <laughs> but but they're really really physical really really good team um connected passes really well uh i'd say if you know comparing them to other teams we play they're definitely solid and we gained a lot from that match 
first half was super physical. Um, they did get a goal, uh, Nebraska. It was, it was, I think we were kind of leading a little bit in the possession and, and getting some good chances in, in the beginning. And then I think as the game moved on, Nebraska kind of saw how we were playing um, and made some adjustments. I do believe they, they did get a, a goal before half. Um, that resulted in uh, some, some bad words at halftime, getting the <laughs> troops rallied and, Oh, and it's uh, a competitiveness, man. I love it. You know, so um, we actually ended up being able to get a goal back um, off a corner kick. Uh, senior Alex Atkinson uh, on our program whipped it in and took kind of a weird deflection uh, off me right in front of the goalie and uh, luckily got it in the back of the net. But like, I think the last like 15 minutes were just battle ball. Who wants it more? And and we'd love to see him again because it was a great game. Um, but yeah, man, I, I really appreciate you guys coming on today. This was a, I really, you know, appreciate the answers you guys had. And um, we love to hear the competitiveness too. It sounded like you guys, re that game sounded like something I'd want to go watch too. The next matchup will be interesting. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, you know, again, um, Brock and, and Dennis, I appreciate you guys coming on. Hey, well, thanks a lot for having us and best of luck <laughs> yeah. with the rest so, of your uh, semesters. Yeah, you as well. Appreciate it, man. Thank you. All right, Aiden Ryan, the uh, starter on the UNL club soccer team. Aiden, thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me on, boys. Of course. Uh, yeah, so if you kind of just want to touch on your past experiences uh, with soccer before joining the club team, and then just kind of what led you into the club team and just kind of how your experiences have been thus far. Sure. So um, I started playing soccer, micro soccer, back in the day. Um, probably when I was about five is when it all started. Day one. Yeah, started early. Um, from there, um, Matt Dowd is um, a lifelong friend, and uh, he kind of got me into the club scene. So I started off at uh, Elkhorn Soccer Club, and then um, I then went to OFC, uh, Nebraska OFC. So after that, um, played for prep all four years. Only made varsity my senior year. That's all right, though. Um, it was one of the best years of my life. Um, after that, I kind of took a break, went to college, um, didn't play for the first three years, and then Andrew, um, club president, just kept bugging me about coming on to play. So as fraternity stuff winded down, I decided, why not? Give it a try. So this fall, texted Andrew, went to tryouts, luckily made the team, and now it was awesome. Yeah, so, like, describe – Going off that, like describe your relationship with Andrew and how he kind of convinced you to get on the team, and how do you see him as a leader? Sure. Uh, so I've known Andrew just from club soccer mostly. Um, um, he was always kind of pushing me to be better, whether that was on club um, or whether that was uh, now college club team. Um, he's always there pushing you. He kind of has that, I don't know, um, something about him where he just kind of gives off that leadership vibe where he's constantly pushing guys, constantly making sure things are going smoothly. Um, yeah, he's just a good good leader. He gives those qualities that any leader should have. There you go. Yeah. Uh, coming into the spring season, you guys uh, went undefeated, had one tie with Iowa. Uh, just kind of what were your expectations, and did the team succeed your expectations this year? or? I had no expectations really going into it just because I was a new member to the team. Um, but once things started getting going, I kind of saw the potential we had. 
Um, you had a lot of guys that just came together, bonded well. Um, so once I figured that out, I'm like, why not? Let's, let's, win, let's win both tournaments we go to. Um, luckily, luckily, we did, and it was a blast doing it. So um, they, all my expectations, I guess, were blown out of the water. Um, it was awesome. There you go. Yeah. Um, kind of as the uh, Iowa club president uh, described earlier, he's talking about how you broke your nose in that match. Um, you just kind of want to tell us a little bit what happened there and then. Got to know now. Yeah, so I believe it was the second half. Um, we're kind of getting into it. A um, couple goals were going, I believe. I don't know what the score was. I think it was 1-1 maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was getting chippy towards the end, second half. Um, I believe it was a, just a 50-50 header in the air, and I, I think it might have been one of my teammates that came down on my head. I don't, I don't really know. Ooh. Things kind of went yeah, black there went for, dark, yeah. for a little bit. Um, but yeah, came up. Did you like black like, out or? I don't really black out, but I like, felt like the pain. I was just closing my eyes, and I look up at Charlie, our center back, and I'm like, "Is it broken?" And he looks at me, he's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, crap. So then I uh, walked my way over to the sideline. I looked at the trainer and was like, hey, have you uh, put a nose back in place? And she's like, nope. I'm like, well, you're not going to be my first. Yeah. No, so no then, then we went to the ER, and basically all they told me is go check it out, ENT. So oh, there you go. Well, I re- yeah, we were talking before. You did have your procedure on the nose, so it's doing good. That's good to hear. Yeah, it's not um, bad. You know, the recovery, good luck with the recovery, of course. Thank you. Yeah, is um, that kind of like the only like freak thing that's ever happened to you while playing soccer all your life, or do you have any other type of injuries? Unfortunately, no. Um, state soccer, before my freshman year of high school, for my club, um, I actually uh, broke my ankle really bad. Oh. Um, so... That, well, that was bad. I blacked out for that one. Uh, oh, yeah, the pain. Yeah, yeah, it was a clean snap. I had a cast all the way up to, like, my thigh, basically. It was not good. Well, let's hope you catch a break. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. hopefully the injuries are... <laughs> so, so, yeah, just kind of finish off one more question for you, man. Um, you mentioned that you didn't do club soccer the first three years, but you did play uh, in high school, senior year, um, and you, d- you did well. How did you go into club soccer senior year without playing for three years. Um, and then you got, like, a starting role. And, of course, there's really talented guys on the team. Like, walk me through, like, how, you know, you got to that role and, you know, what helped you along the way. Sure. So before kind of getting into club anything, um, the club soccer scene, I took pretty good care of my body all three years. Um, I would consistently train um, probably four times a week. On top of that, I was always involved in intramural soccer, intramural basketball. Um, so I was staying always active, always uh, was trying to keep the touch. Because with soccer, if you lose the touch, you lose it, and you know it right away. So just trying to keep that touch uh, there for um, when the time was called. And I guess that when uh, Andrew kept bugging me, telling me to play, that's when my t- time came. And... Um, I really stepped it up. I feel like this fall, I kind of wanted to push myself to do something more. Um, committed myself to soccer, and it was awesome, and uh, I'm glad I did it. I'm glad the work paid off, and I'm glad I was able to uh, go right into the team so well and just fit in there. So I'm lucky, and 
Um, wish I could do it over again, but sometimes uh, things come to an end. Well, that was a very <laughs> humble answer there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so what does the uh, future of soccer look like for you? Do you want to maybe go into coaching down the line, uh, play on some other type of team, anything like that? Um, I don't know. I mean, it's hard to say at this point. Hopefully I'm going to be doing some alumni summer leagues. I'm sure there's some stuff up at prep. I know there's some summer leagues that are always going on. Um, I did last summer a summer league um, through them, so I'll keep doing that. As far as, like, really competitive soccer, it's probably done, mm-hmm. unfortunately, but um, it's been it's been a good ride. We it's can't afford ride. another broken nose. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. All right, well, Aiden, I appreciate you coming on the, the podcast here and kind of giving your two cents on – you know, what it's like playing and, you know, being under the, the reign of Andrew Hall. Oh, yeah. Andrew's a great guy. So thanks for having me on, guys. Yeah, of course. Awesome. Thank you guys for tuning in to the podcast. Really appreciate it. Um, there was a, a lot of good interviews that we had here uh, with Andrew Hall, the president of the UNL club soccer team, along with players Edric Toy and Aiden Ryan who gave a great perspective on what they think about Andrew's leadership and you know how they have impacted him and had them um, overall get into soccer their senior year and continue their playing days as well as that you know contrasting view from Iowa City's club soccer team with the president Brock Hawkins and vice president um, Dennis Winter it was really cool to see you know um, how they run ship out there in Iowa City I'll turn it to you Jake with your thoughts yeah I thought um, the interviews went great. Um, I got a way different perspective on men's club soccer than I originally had. Um, I was not a big soccer guy myself. I learned a lot of how, you know, making the matches happen, uh, the funding for the club team happens. And I think it's a great thing. Um, if you are a soccer fan, I think you should go out to their games. If you play soccer and maybe you're interested in the club team, I think you should go try out. Um, they're having a great year. They had a great year and they're going to have success moving forward, so I would go give it a shot. This has been Aaron Mitleider and Jake Swift on the podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in.